I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. I just wish that he didn't trust me so much. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. Now some people say, don't go there. Today, I'm here with a man who went there and came back. I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. And I'm your <clears> co-host, Adrian. Pulled a little sneaky on you, as uh, old boy Bob Ross would say. Sneak. Indeed. Today, we continue a series titled... Stand by to get some. With an episode titled... Fortitude. Our scripture today comes from... The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 8. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Mmm. Delicious. Indeed. Indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. So today we cover something we covered in the past, and that is one of the four cardinal virtues, the virtue of fortitude, as Ramon said earlier. And I like that quote at the beginning by St. Teresa of Calcutta, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And the reason why I like that is because fortitude does not mean that you're going to not fear anything. It means that you will overcome that fear. The Catechism of the Catholic Church defines the virtue of fortitude as, let me check because it's on paragraph 1808, 1808 or 1808 or whatever, 1808. Fortitude is the moral virtue that ensures, let me say that again, I stuttered. Fortitude is the moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. Skipping over a little bit, the virtue of fortitude enables one to conquer fear, even fear of death, and to face trials and persecutions. It disposes one even to renounce and sacrifice his life in defense of a just cause. And so with that idea, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard charging virtue when you when you really think about it, because it, it means I am fearless. Not because of anything of uh, anything that you bring to the table. You know, it doesn't even take fear out of the equation. It just means that you are going to overcome that fear. That, yeah, fear is natural. Fear is there for a reason. It's there to preserve your life, because sometimes we can, excuse me, sometimes we can be idiots. And I was talking to my mom the other day and sharing with her that, uh, and I don't think I had done this before, shared that we used to play with fireworks, um, you know, when she was uh, indoors talking with my, with my aunt and my uncle and uh, when we would visit in Rosarito. And, and that's the kind of thing that we do, you know, that's just male foolishness. Like we play with fire, fireworks, we like to see things go boom and whatnot. We climb trees, we do some crazy stuff. Um, 
just just look at YouTube. You know, there's plenty of plenty of funny videos of guys doing like really dumb things. And as we get older, we do dumb things with more dangerous things. And so, you know, it's just it's just the nature of the beast. You know, we're kind of kind of animals like that. But that's that's not fortitude. That's just something that facilitates that virtue. You know, because yeah, we're gonna be less afraid to do certain things, and that's just in our nature. But it's not just a, a matter of recognizing that there's something like that in our nature, but rather to direct that for the greater good. I was so excited. Uh, I think it was on Friday or Thursday when, when, when I heard that, that Mass was back at the, the local parishes. Mm-hmm. And I, I jumped online right away. I made the reservations for, for three for my mom. Uh, my brother, not Adrian, but my other brother, yeah. and myself, <clears throat> and it was so cool. Um, I don't know. I like I've, I've said this before already that you know this whole quarantine thing. It, it <laughs> you know <laughs> we've talked about this before. Yes, it wasn't it wasn't all of that, dude. Like like oh, you're quarantined, and you know our, our government is telling us not to go out and all that like okay dude <laughs> right, it's not that bad you know <laughs> you still don't have to go hunting for your food like you, you'll be okay you can still go to the grocery store um but anyway it was just so awesome to to be back at mass and i remember my mom telling me it's like it's a little heartbreaking that there's so few people here i was like no not really <laughs> not really you know why because the ones that truly want to be here are here yeah and i remember telling her that i think it was you that said that like you feel like it's gonna be like this massive cleansing of not cleansing but like i guess like filtering out of the garbage out of the church Mm -hmm. whether it's from our leadership or even us the 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 sheep and the lord's flock the quote-unquote faithful yeah <laughs> the the not so faithful filtering those go. out and it was just good to be there and seeing the people that actually wanted to be there which was a couple of older people and i saw a bunch of families there like, yeah i was like yes that's it that's what's up dude that's what's up and it, it just I, I man i i was so proud of being a catholic um, Mother Teresa said, I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. I just wish that he didn't trust me so much. It's just crazy how a lot of people feel that way when it's something so simple as this COVID quarantine. Mm-hmm. Again, COVID-19, it's not nothing for not sure. Nothing. It's most definitely something. But just the way that people saw it as this... Mount Everest it's like nah dude like God's never gonna give you anything you can't handle I mean yeah you can't handle it on your own but God is there walking with you and <laughs> it's, it's not that hard <laughs> like stop it <laughs> it's really not that hard man <laughs> just pray and do what you gotta do yeah and yeah I know there's people that got laid off and it sucks. Yeah. And one of my best friends, he was furloughed. 
and he was making good money. He worked for uh, Union Pacific, the railroads. Oh, yeah. Making good money, dude. What'd he do? As soon as he got uh, furloughed, he applied for unemployment, and then he got his resume ready, and he got after it. He got a job. That's a thing, too. Like, oh, yeah, these poor people that... No, they don't have a job and what have you. It's like, dude, like God is never going to give you anything you can't handle. You just have to have to put in the work. That's it. it it's it's not that hard, man. Yeah, easy for you to say, Ramon. You've never been in that situation. You know, yeah, and oh. yes, we have. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you have. I know that personally. You have. Heck, I've been in that situation. At the end of this, uh, in this school year, I was told that I was not going to be having a position know coming back because we didn't have enough students for next year because people are having less kids and whatever you know like uh, also people didn't answer truthfully in the census or did not take the census a bunch of years ago you know whenever it was 10 years ago I think yeah That's how often they happen and so uh, so we don't have the resources and so they had to let go of my position I got a good recommendation I started getting after it and now now I have a job secured for next year you know it's it's a matter of just like he, like we keep saying, man. Like just getting after it. And yeah, it's a scary thing, dude. I have three kids. Like this is not, this is not a joke. You know, when we say stuff like this, we don't, we don't say it lightly. You know, we say this because it's experience. We say this because that little nun said that perfectly. Like I just wish he didn't trust me so much. Yeah, we can wish that, and we can let the Lord know, God, you're scaring the crud out of me. But I'm still here. You know, we're still here, and that's the, the big idea with fortitude, is that we stand firm. Yeah, we may be a little shaky at times. And who doesn't get a little shaky? You know, who doesn't get a little scared from time to time, especially when it matters, especially when the stakes are high? But that's why it's even more important. And I think that's one of the things that... Uh, that got me hired in this job is that I, I mentioned that the stakes are high. Why? Because I'm, I'm trying to work locally. I'm trying to be closer to where I work because I'm, I'm gonna make a bigger impact. You know, so the stakes are high. Why? Because I live here, because I'm raising my kids here. That's why the stakes are high. That's why my performance at work matters. It's because if I'm really seeking to serve others and to make a difference, like we all should, no matter what we do. There is no job that is beneath us. There is no job that is not important. And if we're really seeking to make a difference, we have to realize that the stakes are high. And what better way to realize that than to put yourself in a situation when you're in the midst of it. And that's basically where we're at. You know, the war is here. Whatever the war may be, whatever the battle might be. You know, just like I challenged you guys to to not eat the food until you get home, you know, from the drive-through, to to do those little things. You know, it, it translates into bigger things, and you know your life, you know what you're going through. Have the resiliency, have the fortitude to be patient, have the fortitude to stick with it, have the fortitude to to do what you know you ought to do, because that's true freedom. St. Teresa of Lisieux, uh, she said, in trial or difficulty, I have recourse to Mother Mary, whose glance alone is enough to dissipate every fear. Another one. In trial or difficulty, 
I have recourse to Mother Mary, whose glance alone is enough to dissipate every fear. Dude, fortitude, it doesn't mean that, that you're not going to get shaky. You're going to get rocked pretty hard. But know that you're, you've got the strongest team on your side if you're a practicing Catholic. Because mm -hmm. if you're not a practicing Catholic, anything is going to break you. Just straight up, like it's just gonna break you. Um, recently, we've been having a lot of protesters. Um, we're at work, and I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna bore you with those details, but you can hear them coming, saying "kill the cops, kill the cops," among other choice words. You know, being a cop is not not a not a. Uh, <laughs> it's not everybody's favorite uh, group of people, and I'm not really scared when people say that. But I don't take that light, because yeah, maybe like 99% of people saying, uttering those stupid words, they're just vomiting those words. But there's probably that one percent that really doesn't want to see you go home. And again, it doesn't shake me, but it keeps me on my toes. And that's how I, uh, that's how I look at, uh, at my faith too. Like, what is it that's keeping me a hundred percent at peace? And it's crazy because sometimes it's, you know, we don't have the fortitude to, to hold on to to God sometimes the enemy is really us and it's uh, without realizing it yeah it is sometimes the enemy is us I mean that's that's so true and uh, and I, I I went to confession this uh, this Saturday because I was freaking psyched about mass I also went online and registered like right at the second when you could start registering and I knew where confession was going to be and I went the day before and, and it was, was good because it gave me an opportunity to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, you know what? I am hashtag not friend to myself and I'm the biggest obstacle between me and God. You know, when you realize that, it's, it's a big kick in the pants. It's like you realize that I'm the one that's in my way between me and God. And it's silly, you know, it's silly when, a, when we internalize it and we realize that, yeah, it's just me. Because we blow up our problems sometimes and we make them as if they were like the biggest obstacle. And in reality, it's like, it's just me. I'm my biggest detractor. I'm the one that gets in the way of, of me being strong. But luckily we have, we have each other, man. Um, Ramon messaged me yesterday with an image on Instagram. And it was something about, <laughs> yeah, it was about doing push-ups, man, because I've been, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, I've been, I've been pretty good about doing them. Uh, I'm not, I don't do that many, but I'm pretty good about doing them, you know, and little by little, I've been pushing myself every time I do them, you know, to like do one more, just do one more, you know, and, uh, and yeah, even if I like drop and then like pick myself up slowly, ah, get that one out of the way, you know, um. But yesterday I was like, I'm not going to do anything today. 
my arms need rest. <laughs> and then I see that post and I'm like, freaking Ramon, I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, alright. I think I even put, on, uh, it's my rest day or something, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Some bullcrud excuse. And, and that's it, you know? Like, my rest. I deserve it. Like, no. You want to get strong? You gotta. Not to use the push-up as a pun or whatever, but I am a dad. So, you got. how are you going to get stronger if you don't have anything to push up against? You know, and I haven't built up to those 40 push-ups to be considered super healthy. But I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm getting there. You know, and uh, and there I go. There I go to the uh, to the family room. My wife's like, "Where are you going? Or what you do?" Because I was out of breath when I came back in. Because <laughs> I left my iPad right right there on the bedroom, and uh, I had to tell Ramon that I just finished doing them because accountability. You know, it's not just a silly thing. It's like. Dude, we, we're accountable to each other. I noticed this past week, we went over a thousand days of novenas. So, whatever it is that you're going through, know that you have a couple of knuckle-draggers praying for you every day, not taking this lightly because you're depending on us. And we depend on you. And we depend on each other. And if you don't have that circle of men who are there to support you and to push you if you need it, Know that you can count on us and you can count on our prayers, even if you weren't aware of it before. A thousand days of prayer, over a thousand days of prayer. Because we need it. Because it's the most important thing. Because it's not just a way to build our relationship with God. Prayer is our relationship with God. And we just need to build on that. And we pray for those that are in contact with the Dude Catholic Podcast Ministry in any way, shape, or form, or have been, or will be. So we're praying for your personal holiness, and we hope that you're praying for us. Remember the caption that I sent you? Like, what I said? Yeah, something about... Get on it, man. These wolves ain't gonna break themselves. There you go. It's kind of funny, but it's kind of serious. Oh, it's very, I take it very seriously. And when seriously. it's kind of serious, like, dude, you better take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Because these wolves ain't going to break themselves. Whatever that wolf in your life is, it's going to freaking devour you if you, uh, if you, if you don't get on it. Yeah. So, pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Aquitur. Many people don't know that the Dude Catholic Podcast has been running since 2017. Some people do know, and they still haven't written a five-star review. Get after it. Ramon? Yeah. <laughs>